Hey everyone, my name is Trench Reynolds and this is Real Crime Stories for January 28th, 2022. But before we get started, if you'd like to support the show on Patreon, follow me on social media, send me an email or pick up some merch. You can find all the links for that in the show notes or at realcrime.net. Yesterday, attorneys for Ethan Crumley filed a notice that they were pursuing an insanity defense for their 15-year-old client. On the surface, this may seem like a viable defense. After all, Ethan Crumley is said to have had pronounced mental health issues. He also kept the severed head of a bird in a jar before allegedly leaving it in one of the school's bathrooms. However, there's not really a one-to-one comparison with mental health issues and insanity. Insanity defenses typically come down to whether or not the suspect knew the difference between right or wrong at the time of the crime. You can be mentally ill and still know the difference between right and wrong. In my opinion, I think it's clear that Ethan Crumley knew what he was doing was wrong. If you'll recall, the shooting took place shortly after Ethan Crumley's parents had a meeting with the school over Ethan's disturbing behavior. Due to the inaction of his parents and possibly the school, Ethan probably figured that it was only a matter of time before the school caught on to his plot. So this was the last chance he had to carry out his plan. Being found not guilty by reason of insanity isn't an immediate troll stroll out of the courtroom. Under Michigan law, Crumley would be placed in the custody of a state psychiatric facility. If found guilty but insane, Crumley would be sentenced to prison along with psychiatric treatment recommendations. Crumley wouldn't be the first school shooter to try an insanity defense. The one insanity defense that sticks out in my mind was the one that sprung from a 2003 school shooting at Recorey High School in Minnesota. The shooter from that incident claimed that he had heard voices and was experiencing visual hallucinations. It turned out that the suspect was mimicking disorders he had seen on TV and movies without knowing how they actually affect individuals who suffer from them. To my recollection, no school shooter or attacker has ever been found not guilty by reason of insanity, and I don't think Crumley's defense team will be successful in doing so. To be honest, they probably don't think they'll be successful either. I would imagine this is more of a ploy to get a reduced sentence. But even there, they're fighting an uphill battle. Even if most of the blame is put at the feet of Crumley's parents, I don't see Crumley being sentenced to any less than one life sentence without parole. That's it for this episode. Again, if you'd like to read more stories like this, support the show on Patreon, follow me on social media, send me an email or pick up some merch. You can find all the links for that in the show notes or at realcrime.net. You can also listen to and subscribe to this podcast at realcrimestories.net. I also have another true crime, true crime podcast called Back in the Trench, which you can listen to at backinthetrench.com. So until next time, don't let anyone else tell your story because you are here for a reason. I've been Trench Reynolds, and this has been Real Crime Stories. Stories.